Hey guys, Veronica, Andrew, and Nate here. We are Foodies Watching Movies, a podcast dedicated to awesome movies, great food, and that's about it. Check us out on the JIC Network at www.journeyintocomics.com. Maybe throw some money over to our Patreon so we can eat this week. And now your feature presentation. Following the following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 47 of Poor360. As always, I am your host, Andrew Poor. I want to thank you for joining me here on this relaxing post-holiday show. Now, um, as many of you know, the, this uh, last week was Thanksgiving. So you got to get together with family, friends, and those who are important in your life and kind of break bread and just kind of have a little bit of uh, relaxing from the the monotony of work and everything else that's going on in your lives and just kind of hopefully enjoy it. And if uh, that's just not the case for you, hopefully it was still nice to have some time off from work if you were lucky enough to not work in retail or some of the jobs that require you to work this time of year. So um, that uh, is kind of what brought me to what I want to talk about today. And that involves kind of this commercializing of the Thanksgiving holiday and kind of how it leads into... Black Friday. Now, I don't know how many of you out there actually uh, did Black Friday shopping. Some of you might wait till Cyber Monday, which is it's similar yet different. Um, Cyber Monday is basically Black Friday, but for online shopping. So you can do it from the comfort of your bed or floor, couch, bathroom, wherever you like to shop. But um, while home for, uh, while visiting my parents uh, for the holidays, I uh, did a little Black Friday shopping myself. Um, Turned out Menards got some kind of more adulting uh, type things. Got some uh, some shop lights for the basement. Got a immersion blender and uh, things like that. Just things that are more productive. And uh, I actually got a dog bed. I haven't picked it up yet because actually it was sold out when I was downstate. But there was one available up here, so I bought it online and I'll have it ready to pick up. They can go get it tomorrow after work. So did a little Black Friday shopping, got some shoes and some shirts and some Christmas gifts for some other people, so it was nice to do that, but um, it was nice to just kind of go out and do that, and I was definitely past my time of people who do the door busters where they're out there at 4 a.m., midnight, whatever, the still tempts to start, and just got a few things I needed and got out. I wasn't there for, like, the TVs or the... I had to get some movies, because if anyone knows me, you know I like my movies, so... I get, there's always some always some crazy good deals on uh, movies this time of year, so that was always nice to take advantage of. Um, got Aquaman and the X Men Dark Phoenix, all at a pretty great deal. So and Blu-rays, which is always a nice touch. Um, and I got some some deals of family video too. So it's it was just nice to be able to get some stuff going on there. But um, like I said, this is kind of the top of this episode is kind of the commercialism because we know that. It's always kind of a... Black Friday has been a thing since I was... I think I remember it even in junior high. Um, There's always deals on like computers and TVs. Like when flat screens were usually really expensive. Black Friday had some crazy deals on some like 30-inch flat screen TVs. And now you can get deals on like 60-inch flat screen TV with a 4K, with the 3D, with all that crazy stuff. Or 
Xbox deals, video game deals, computer deals, all of that is now kind of crazy. And I, though I know kind of the the gist of Black Friday, like why it exists. Obviously, Black Friday is the traditional kickoff of the the Christmas shopping season. But um, I know a lot of corporations use it to kind of clear out inventory um, at a discount so they don't have to pay taxes on it to keep the inventory for another year. So stuff that either didn't sell well the year before or stuff they have so much of they can quickly burn off a lot of the stock by kind of throwing it to the mass and be like, look at this thing, it's now on a Black Friday deal for $4 cheaper than it was the rest of the year. And you're like, oh my god, I need to get that right now. So they go and they get it and... Sure, they're great. They have it now. Awesome. But I'm sure that's why a lot of these movie deals are what they are. Sometimes they're not maybe the either the most well-received movie or maybe they expected a bigger demand so they made millions of copies of it. And like, oh, we only sold 650,000. We have 350,000 that are just not moving. And the longer they sit, the cheaper they're going to get. So let's offload this at the end of the year for um, half. or whatever. I think I got Aquaman... For like seven or eight dollars, I think same Dark Phoenix. So, still like a third, maybe not quite a third, but close to a third of what they cost normally for a Blu-ray. And some of them have like the bonus disc or the DVD copy. So it's it's just nice. It's a good deal and definitely nice to take advantage of. I didn't go in Walmart at all, which I know is usually a big stop on holiday shopping for Black Friday. Um, did go in Meyer, which I don't really don't have up where I live, but down where my parents live, there is one, so it's nice to take advantage of that and get some good deals and got a clock, which is always nice to kind of more adulting, uh, nice things for the home kind of thing. So that was kind of my jaunt on Friday, kind of after spending time with family, then you go be like, I need all these things, but definitely wasn't as crazy. I don't think I've ever been that crazy. I don't think there's ever been something like I needed to like wait overnight for or sit out a couple hours in advance. I think... Really, I usually could get late in the morning or early the afternoon. Excuse me. <sighs> Sorry. It kind of makes when you come back from all the holidays and stuff, trying to get back in the normal routine of podcasting, going to work, all that gets a little rough momentarily. So uh, thank you for bearing with me on this 47th episode. And uh, I really touched on this, but um, we're coming out ever close to episode 50 so even though I've been podcasting for a while, still episode 50 is a big milestone with podcasting. And I did achieve this with um, with my previous, previous show, which was uh, The Poor Report. And, um, but definitely there's not going to be no shakeups. There's going to be no new show. Even though this isn't going to come to an end, this is going to keep powering through and we'll see how far we get. I've already uh, decided on the topics for the rest of the shows that we're going to talk about the rest of. 2019 until we get to uh, episode 50 and beyond. Uh, I'll be announcing those on Facebook uh, this week. Um, this one is obviously on Black Friday and the whole commercialism around Thanksgiving and Christmas and making it this big gift-giving holiday. But um, then we got some uh, more political news coming with uh, the 2020 election, with the impeachment, and then just kind of going over the year. And I know I'm going to have some guests later, so that'll be nice. And maybe I can get a nice group of people for the the two-part finale or the two-part 50th special which will take place right before christmas and um and right after actually on new year's let me let me look really quick on my calendar to see yeah and it'll be uh in new year's eve obviously none of these are gonna be recorded on the day because 
Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are probably the two days that people are the least free that they ever are in a given year. Um, so we'll get those recorded. They'll probably be recorded in advance. I might try and maybe knock out two in a day or some on a weekend and just... Um, there might be some familiar faces that have been on the show before, maybe some that have not been. So we'll kind of see how that all shakes out, but definitely stay tuned for those coming in the next few weeks. Um, now I found two things that I'm going to kind of get into to talk about this whole Black Friday thing. And um, first let's talk about this Black Friday. And I know as you're listening to this, um, yesterday was Cyber Monday, so we took advantage of the deals through Amazon, which I know goes big on Black or on Cyber Monday as well as Black Friday, but maybe there's some other stuff that you were waiting to get and able to get it on that deal. So here's some big key takeaways from the 2019 uh, Black Friday uh, shopping. So Black Friday sales for brick and mortar stores dropped 6.2%. After shopping on Thanksgiving Day itself rose 2.3%. That's just an interesting point. I know um, a lot of places up here were still closed on Thanksgiving Day. They chose not to open for like a 6 p.m. sale or a 4 p.m. sale or whatever the crazy sales that really cut into Thanksgiving and stuff with your family. So it was nice to actually um, see that a lot of stores and malls stepped up and did that. Um, I don't think I knew too many that actually were doing things. There were a lot of early morning Black Friday, which is totally fine. So the pullback in brick-and-mortar stores mirrored a surge in Black Friday online shopping, which hit $7.4 billion, an all-time record for the day, according to Adobe Analytics. Eight of the ten busy shopping days are still to come in 2019, according to Shopper Track, which I've never really heard of, but this is from CNBC, which is kind of talking about what's going on. So yeah, it looks like consumers and still spend a lot of money on Black Friday, even though they didn't go to brick and mortar, which is definitely unfortunate because we're seeing a lot of brick and mortar stores close up shop, chains, folding, um, companies itself. Like um, we saw, like Toys R Us recently fell, and Sears isn't doing great. Kmart, I think, is non-existent at this point, and other these other big retailers are struggling. A lot of clothing stores and the like, um, which I think is the weird thing because I think. Clothes are the one that I really don't get online for myself. I really need to look at it, feel it, try it on before I'm going to bring it home. I'm not going to get a shirt on Amazon, try it on, not like it, send it back at the different size or different color. It just seems like a quite a process. Rather, Much rather just go to like Kohl's or Old Navy or like Burlington Ross, whatever any of those shows, uh, places they can get like shirts and pants and stuff and actually try them on and see. Because sometimes between um, the same size... And two different pairs of pants of the same, or in two of the same pairs of pants can fit differently, and you're not going to know that without trying those on. And I have big shoe, and I have big feet, so uh, shoe shopping is always an in-store thing for me as well. Luckily, I got a pair of shoes um, on a really good deal that are still. I still haven't even unpacked yet. And I've been home a little bit now, but probably going to do that before I go to bed this evening, just to kind of close another door on stuff I need to get done out of them back home. So. So let's see, the pullback corresponds, that 6.2% drop, uh, corresponds to a jump in Black Friday spending online, which, like I said, hit $7.4 billion. Um, there's no longer one way to shop on Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday, uh, said Brian Field, the Senior Director of Global Retail Consulting for ShopperTrack. Black Friday continues to remain the busiest shopping day of the year by a long shot. The drop in Black Friday physical shopping mirrors a year-long share pullback in department stores including Macy's, Kohl's, and Foot Locker, all of which are down... More than 25% this year. Meanwhile, Amazon, the dominant U.S. e-commerce retail, has gained about 20%. So we're seeing definitely a, a mirroring as one drops, the other one gains. So um, 
Brick and mortar sales on Thanksgiving Day rose 2.3% from a year ago, which is nice, even though a lot of places, like I said, did not uh, open this year on Thanksgiving and instead waited for the proper Flag Friday. So resulting in a combined 3% decline for the two-day period according to the Shopper Track data. Eight of the ten predicted busiest shopping days of the year are still yet to come as the December holidays arrive. According to Shopper Track, December 2nd, also known as Cyber Monday, is on track to break records as... Um, as the biggest online sales day ever at $9.4 which is crazy. And I know Cyber Monday has been a thing that's not been around too long. Obviously, with the advent of online shopping, it has gained a significant um, kind of um, store space. It's uh, definitely threw its whole weight around, and a lot of people prefer it just because they can do it. Even while going into work that day, they can quickly spend 10 minutes get a couple things online and have it shipped to their door or relax. I'm hoping there might be a maybe an Amazon Prime maybe getting Prime deal will happen tomorrow because I know my Amazon Prime account has lapsed. I'm just not up for paying the what is two hundred bucks for the year, fifteen bucks a month anymore to get Amazon Prime. Um, just because it's one less thing to worry about. And if I really do need something, you just spend thirty five dollars, twenty five dollars, whatever, and get free shipping and you're right as rain. But um, I know there's some shows on there that I still kind of want to watch, but right now I'm kind of still enjoying my, uh, my Hulu Plus commercial free that I still have the free trial for for another week or so. So I'm going to try and finish Bob's Burgers, and I think I'm going to try and work through Smallville before that's done, but it's a long shot. I don't have a lot of time really to watch, uh, TV, especially with I have a lot of currently on network shows that I'm trying to watch. So, I do have an article here, it is the, the wiki article on Black Friday, the whole shopping thing, so... Like all of you know, Black Friday is an informal name for the Friday following Thanksgiving. Um, in the United States, obviously, the Thanksgiving in Canada falls differently, and other hol- or other countries don't celebrate Thanksgiving, so obviously that's different. So, um, like I said, it's been regarded as the beginning of America's shopping season. It's been this way since 1952, although the term Black Friday did not become widely used until more recent decades. So many stores offer highly promoted sales on Black Friday and open very early, such as midnight, or even start their sales at some time on Thanksgiving. Black Friday is not an official holiday, but California and some other states observe the day after Thanksgiving as a holiday for state government employees, sometimes in lieu of another federal holiday, such as Columbus Day. Many non-retail employees and schools have both Thanksgiving and the following Friday off, which, along with the following regular weekend, make it a four-day weekend, thereby increasing the number of potential shoppers. Black Friday has routinely been the busiest day of the year in the United States since 2005. Although news reports, which at that time were inaccurate, have described it as the busiest shopping day of the year for a much longer period of time, similar stories resurface year upon year at this time, portraying hysteria and shortage of stock, creating a state of positive feedback. In 2014, spending volume on Black Friday fell for the first time since the 2008 recession, 50.9% billion was spent during the four-day Black Friday weekend, down 11% from the previous year. However, the U.S. economy was not in recession. Christmas creep has been cited as a factor in the diminishing importance of Black Friday as many retailers now spread their promotions over the entire month of November and December rather than concentrate them on a single shopping date or weekend. The earliest evidence of the phrase Black Friday applied to the day after Thanksgiving in a shopping context suggests that the term originated in Philadelphia, where it was used to describe the heavy and disruptive pedestrian and vehicle traffic that would occur on the day after Thanksgiving. This usage dates to at least 1961, 
Well, then 20 years later, as the phrase became more widespread, a popular explanation became that this day represented the point in the year when retailers began to turn a profit, thus going from being in the red to being in the black. Now, I actually haven't heard that before. I've always thought Black Friday was more of the, like I said, the when company tries to offload a lot of their non-selling or bulk merchandise, they don't have to pay uh, taxes on it for keeping it in inventory for another year, um, which I know a lot of companies don't want to do, so they'd rather sell it at less profit than pay taxes on it and still keep it for another year. So we'll see. That seems like a nicer um, explanation. So for many years, it was common for deals to open at 6 a.m., but in the late 2000s, many had crept to 5 or 4 this was taken to a new extreme in 2011 when retailers, such including Target, Kohl's, Macy's, Best Buy, and Beals? Never heard of Beals. Opened at midnight for the first time in 2012. Walmart and several other retailers announced they would open most of their stores at 8 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, prompting calls for a walkout among some workers. In 2014, such stores such as JCPenney, Best Buy, and Radio Shack opened at 5 p.m. Wow, Radio Shack. They're definitely not around anymore. Um... Opened at 5 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, while stores such as Target, Walmart, Belk, and Sears opened at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Three states, Rhode Island, Maine, and Massachusetts, prohibit large supermarkets, big box stores, and department stores from opening on Thanksgiving due to what critics refer to as blue laws. The message ban on forcing employees to work on major holidays is not a religion-driven blue law, but part of the state's common day of rest law. A bill to allow stores to open on Thanksgiving Day was the subject of a public hearing on July 8, 2017. There have been reports of violence occurring between shoppers on Black Friday since, uh, and since 2006, there have been 12 reported deaths and 117 injuries throughout the United States. It is common for prospective shoppers to camp out over the Thanksgiving holiday in an effort to secure a place in the front of the line and thus a better chance at getting desired items. This, possess, or this poses significant safety risks, such as the use of propane and generators in the most elaborate cases, and in general the blocking of emergency access and fire lanes, causing at least one city to ban the practice Environmental site, one more adverse factor, discount deals encourage people to purchase things they don't need, and this overproduction contributes to climate change. <clears throat> Since the start of the 21st century, there have been attempts for retailers with origin in the United States to introduce a retail Black Friday to other countries around the world. In several countries, local retailers have attempted to promote a day to remain competitive with the U.S.-based online retailers. Now, what do we have as the origin for the term? So for centuries, the adjective black has been applied to days in, upon which calamities occurred. Many events have been described as Black Friday, although the most significant such event in American history was the Panic of 1869, which occurred when financiers Jay Gould and James Fisk took advantage of their connections with the Grant administration and attempt to corner the gold market. When President Grant learned of this manipulation, he ordered the Treasury to release a large supply of gold, which halted the run and caused prices to drop by 18%. Fortunes were made and lost in a single day, and the president's own brother-in-law, Abel Corbin, was ruined. There is no use of Black Friday to refer to the day after Thanksgiving occurred in the journal Factory Management and Maintenance for November 1951, and again in 1952. He referred to the practice of workers calling in sick on the day after Thanksgiving in order to have a four-day weekend. However, this use does not appear to have been caught on. Around the same time, this term Black Friday and Black Saturday came into use but the police in Philadelphia and Rochester described the crowds and traffic injection, like I said before. In 1961, the city and merchants of Philadelphia attempted to improve conditions, and public relations experts recommended rebranding the days Big Friday and Big Saturday, but the term was quickly forgotten. 
Use the, uh, the phrase spread slowly, first appearing in the New York Times on November 29th, 1975, which still refers specifically to the busiest shopping and traffic day of the year. Although it soon became more widespread, the Philadelphia Inquirer reported in 1985 that retailers in Cincinnati and Los Angeles were still unaware of the term. As the phrase gained nation, or national attention in the early 1980s, merchants objected to the use of derisive term to refer to one of the most important shopping days of the year. Suggested an alternative deriv- derivation, retailers traditionally operated at a financial loss for most of the year, January through November, made their profit during the holiday season, beginning the, on the day after Thanksgiving. When this was recorded in the financial records, one common accounting practice was used red ink to show negative amounts and black ink to show positive amounts. Black Friday, under the theory, is the beginning of the period when retailers would no longer be in the red, instead of taking in the year's profits. There was no reference to this explanation occurred in the Philadelphia Inquirer for November 28, 1981. A 2013 internet rumor alleged the phrase originated in the American South before the Civil War from the practice of selling slaves on the day after Thanksgiving. This was debunked by Snopes.com in 2015. So, kind of in history, so the day after Thanksgiving as the unofficial start of the holiday shopping season may be linked together with the idea of Santa Claus parades. Parades celebrating Thanksgiving often include an expert an appearance by Santa at the end of the parade, with the idea that Santa has arrived or Santa is just around the corner because Christmas is always the next major holiday following Thanksgiving. In the late 19th and early 20th centuries, many Santa or Thanksgiving Day parades were sponsored by department stores. These include the Toronto Santa Claus Parade in Canada, sponsored by Eaton's, and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, sponsored by Macy's. Something that's still done today. I watched um, that on Thanksgiving morning. Um, since a lot of the stuff was already prepared for Thanksgiving. Uh, Really, it's not really a dinner. It's more of a late lunch, like a 2 p.m. meal, 3 p.m. So, watch some of that. Got to watch, um, see some interesting floats. Got to see some Broadway performances, some music performances. That's always fun. So, eventually, it just became an unwritten rule that no store would try doing Christmas advertising before the parade was over. Therefore, the day after Thanksgiving became the day when the shopping season officially started. Now, Thanksgiving Day's relationship to Christmas shopping led to controversy in the 1930s. Retail stores would have like to have a longer shopping season, but no store wanted to break with tradition and be the one to start advertising before Thanksgiving. For this reason, in 1939, President Franklin D. Roosevelt issued a presidential proclamation proclaiming Thanksgiving to be the fourth Thursday in November rather than the last Thursday, meaning that some years, one week earlier, in order to lengthen the Christmas shopping season. Most people adopted the president's change, which was later reinforced by an act of Congress, but many can still celebrate Thanksgiving Day on the traditional date some started referring to the new date as Franksgiving. Huh. I did not realize that it used to be the um, the last Thursday of the month instead of the fourth Thursday. I guess for the most part it's not, it's pretty synonymous, but some days it can be earlier. So in 2015, Amazon.com held a Prime Day event in July and promised better deals than on Black Friday, which repeat Prime Days taking place in 2016 and 2017. Other companies followed with the Black Friday and July deals, which were as good as or better than those in November. For many years, retailers pushed opening times on Black Friday earlier and earlier, eventually reaching midnight before opening on the evening of Thanksgiving. In 2009, Kmart opened at 7 a.m. on Thanksgiving in order to allow shoppers to avoid Black Friday traffic and return home in time for dinner with their families. Tuesday, retailers began opening at 8 or 9 p.m., on which became drives known as Black Thursday. In subsequent years, other stores have followed this trend, opening early and early on Thanksgiving or remaining open all day beginning in the early morning hours. Some retail and media sources have used the term Gray Thursday and or Brown Thursday instead. 
2014, Black Thursday sales were in general a failure, and its overall sales fell out of season. Our weekend fell 11% compared to the previous years, despite the heavy traffic of the stores on Thanksgiving night. In response, a number of retailers decided to go back to closing on Thanksgiving for 2015, and Walmart, though, is holding firm, opened the holiday and holding its sale. Also pledged to offer the same deal online for those who wish to stay home. So, um, kind of worries around the world. Um, I'll just focus on the United States because Canada and other countries celebrate Boxing Day or other things. So, the South Park neighborhood in, of Charlotte, North Carolina is the most trafficked area of the United States on Black Friday. Black Friday is a shopping day for a combination of reasons. At first, as the first day after the last major holiday before Christmas, it marks the unofficial beginning of the Christmas shopping season. I feel like I've been saying that a lot, but it is... Uh, Kind of the whole main thing. Additionally, many employers give their employees a day off as part of Thanksgiving holiday weekend. I feel like this is a lot of what I've said before. Um, so one thing that's been kind of synonymous with um, Black Friday, at least in more recent terms, is involves like violence and problems and chaos and uh, mugging, stuff like that, and robberies. So despite frequent attempts to control the crowds, the shoppers' minor injuries are common among the crowds, usually a result of being pushed or thrown to the ground in small stampedes. While most injuries remain minor, serious injuries and even deliberate violence have taken place on some Black Fridays. I think I remember even seeing videos of uh, the amount of people pushing against the doors that has actually damaged those doors, breaking them open, or have actually pinned people against the doors, injuring them. So let's see if maybe this comes up in some of the uh, these uh, dated ones listed here. So in 2008, a crowd of approximately 2,000 shoppers in Valley Stream, New York, waited outside for the 5 a.m. opening of the local Walmart. As... Open time approaches, the crowd grew anxious, and when the doors were opened, the crowd switched forward, breaking the door open, or breaking the door down, and a three-year-old employee was trampled to death. Yikes. The stoppers did not appear concerned with the victim's fate, expressing refusal to halt their stampede while the other employees attempted to intervene and help the injured employee. When they had been waiting in the cold and were not willing to wait any longer, shoppers had begun assembling as early as 9 p.m. the evening before. Even when police arrived and attempted to render aid to the injured man, shoppers continued to pour in, shoving and pushing the officers as they made their way into the store. Some other people incurred minor injuries, including a pregnant woman who had been taken to the hospital. The incident may be the first case of death occurring during Black Friday sales, according to the National Retail Federation. We're not aware of any other circumstances where retail employees died working on the day after Thanksgiving. On the same day, two people were fatally shot during an altercation at Toys R Us in Palm Desert, California. Now, in 2010, during a Black Friday, uh, a massive Wisconsin woman was arrested outside a Toys R Us store after cutting in line and threatening to shoot other shoppers who tried to object. Uh, also, a Toys R Tots volunteer in Georgia was stabbed. An Indianapolis woman was arrested for causing a disturbance by arguing with other Walmart shoppers. She had been asked to leave the store but refused. A man was arrested at a Florida Walmart on drug and weapon charges after other shoppers waiting in line for the store to open noticed he was carrying a handgun and reported it to police. He was discovered to be also carrying two knives and a pepper spray grenade. Yikes. Definitely didn't want him inside the store. A man in Buffalo, New York was trampled when doors opened at a Target store and unruly shoppers rushed in. In an episode reminiscent of the deadly 2008 uh, Walmart stampede. In 2011, on Black Friday 2011, a woman at Porto, Porter Ranch, California, Walmart used pepper spray on fellow shoppers, causing minor injuries to a reported 20 people who had been waiting hours for the store to open. The incident started as people waiting in line for the newly discounted Xbox 360. The witness said a woman with two children in tow became upset with the way people were pushing in line. The witness said she pulled out the pepper spray and sprayed other people in line. Another account stated... The sword brought out a crate of Discount Expert 36 and a crowd had formed to wait for the unwrapping when the woman began spraying people in order to get an advantage, according to the police. In an incident outside a Walmart store in San Leandro, California, one man was wounded for being shot following Black Friday shopping at about 1.45 a.m. 
The tutorial pharmacist collapsed and was left for dead by shoppers while being trampled and passed by a stampede. He died soon after from his injuries. In 2012, uh, two people were shot outside a Walmart in Tallahassee, Florida during a dispute over a parking space. Wow. Uh, in 2013, on Black Friday, a person in Las Vegas was carrying a big screen TV home when a Target store when, uh, when he was shot in the leg as he tried to wrestle the item from the robber who had just stolen it from him at gunpoint. In Romeoville, Illinois, a police officer shot a suspected shoplifter driving the car that was dragging a fellow officer uh, at a Kohl's department store. And the dragged officer were treated for shoulder injuries. These people, three people were arrested. Um, in 2016, a 20-year-old Demond Cotman was shot and killed around 1 a.m. Friday morning outside a Macy's store in New Jersey. The shooter fired multiple shots, leaving an SUV covered in bullet holes, but the motives remain unclear. Uh, Contrary, her brother was also injured. The shooting of the Wolf Chase Gallery, a mall in Memphis, Tennessee, left one man injured. Derek Blackburn, 19, was later arrested for unlawful possession of a weapon. In 2018, at the River Chase Galleria in Hoover, Alabama, a Mantic Fitzgerald Bradford was shot and killed by a security guard after two people were wounded in a shooting. On Saturday, the police announced that the shooter was not Bradford, but he was involved in the shooting. Okay. So, uh, online is another thing that kind of goes hiding kind of hand-in-hand hand with Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So, uh, some online stores invest a lot of money in promotional campaigns to generate more sales and drive traffic to their stores. However, they often forget that about the high loads to their sites are going to experience, according to Retail Gazette. A number of major retailers' websites went down as they failed to cope with the surge in Black Friday traffic in 2017. This just highlights that the store retailers have not taken the necessary steps to repair for Black Friday. Failing to prepare for peak can cause poor performance, site downtime, and ultimately lost revenue for retailers. Such carelessness resulted in a huge reputational damage. Moreover, the 2017 VM availability report shows that unplanned downtime cost organizations around the world an average of $270 million annually, up from 210 from the previous year. Um, some weapons offer information about day after Thanksgiving specials up to a month in advance. The text listing of items and price are usually accompanied by pictures of their actual ad circulars. These are leaked by insider intentionally released by large retailers to consumers insights and allow them time to plan. In recent years, some retailers, including Walmart, Target, Office Max, Big Lots, and Staples, have claimed that their advertisements they send in advance of Black Friday and the price included in those are copyrighted and are trade secrets. Some of these retailers have used the takedown system of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act as a means to remove the offending price listings. Um, the benefit of threatening internet sites with DMCA... It proved tenuous at best, while some sites have complied with requests, others have ignored them or simply continued to post information under the name of similar-sounding fictional retailer. However careful, timing may mitigate the takedown notice. Internet service provider into the three brought suit against Best Buy, Kohl's, and Target Corporation, arguing the takedown notice provisions of the DMC are unconstitutional. Uh, the court dismissed the case, ruling that only one, the third-party posters of the advertisers and not the ISP itself would have standing to sue the retailer. And then, um, like we said about Cyber Monday, um, the term Cyber Monday is a neo, um, neologism invented in 2005 by the National Retail Federation's device division, shop.org. Reversed to the Monday immediately following Black Friday based on a trend that retailers began to recognize in 2004. Retailers noticed that many consumers were too busy buying to shop over the Thanksgiving weekend or did not find what they were looking for for a shop for bargains online that Monday from home or work in 2010. Uh, Hit-wise, the uh, 
I guess is a site. Thanks to what we can offer a strong start, especially as Black Friday sales continue to grow up in popularity. The second second of year, Black Friday was the highest day for retail tra traffic during the holiday season, followed by Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday. The highest year-over-year -year increase in visits place on Cyber Monday and Black Friday with growths of 16 and 13% respectively. Uh, in 2013, Cyber Monday online sales grew by 18% over the previous year, hitting a record $1.73 with an average order value of $128. 2014, Cyber Monday was the busiest day of the year, with sales exceeding $2 billion in desktop online spending, up to 70% from the previous year. Uh, and yeah, so a lot of crazy shopping happening. I know, um, obviously... If you have the money, you know what you're in the mood for. You've been waiting until now to get something you've been wanting for a while. More power to you for those uh, don't don't fall for the deal. If you really don't need it, don't get it. That's how you end up kind of ruining your thing or not your thanks, ruining your holidays by just buying too much and realizing you can't afford it all. So definitely be mindful of that and just realize that it's not all about um, the whole commercialism of the holiday. It's really about family, friends, togetherness, bonding, and realizing that there's more important things than than things and work and all of that. So that's where I'll leave you. I'm starting to get a little stuffed up. Um, I was kind of out walking dogs earlier and in the cold weather that is the Chicago area this time of year. So hopefully I'm not getting sick, but I'll just go ahead and wrap up the episode while I'm ahead. So I thank you guys for listening to this episode of Poor360 on Black Friday commercialism, all of that. I will be back uh, next week with um, with a couple uh, with some shows. If I get any of these recorded in advance, they will be available early on Patreon. Just check out there and you can listen to the rest of it in the credits that will follow after my show. But until then, I am Andrew Poor. This has been Poor 360, episode 47. Have a great week. You've been listening to Poor360. You can find us on the socials at Poor360 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us and all the other podcasts on our network at journeyintocomics.com or early access at patreon.com slash journeyintocomics. You can find us on all podcasting platforms like CastBox, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and many others.